This is DWZ Podcast here with J-Rod, Deleted WrestleZone's very own podcast of professional wrestling of AEW, NXT, New Japan Pro Wrestling, Impact Wrestling, the National Wrestling Alliance, various promotions, wrestlers, matches, and championships. I am your host, J-Rod, your folks. So, um, welcome back to another episode. I want to say I hope everyone who are listening had a great Christmas with your friends, your family your loved ones. Me in particular, my birthday was on Christmas Eve. Yes, folks, I was born on Christmas Eve. I'm not going to give you the year because I don't want you to think, try to figure out how old I am. But yes, I was born that year. I had a great time. In case anybody wants to know what I did, I only did, uh, I did review uh, for my YouTube channel, the New Japan stuff, and I had added Sandai Girls. So practically, it was a very short episode, but I did but I even saw The Matrix uh, Revolution on um, HBO Max with my brother at his place with both my parents. It was a great timing. I hope everybody had a great year. And, of course, we're getting closer and closer now to the end of 2021. And we're heading to 2022. I don't know how is everybody exciting. I hope everybody is doing a great time. Uh, first things first, I want to apologize. I did not put on any new episodes this this past Monday on the 20 um on the 27th I think that's where we are uh, I think we are on the 27th no on just here in the 27th uh reason that happened is because uh those who don't know I actually uh had some birthday gifts that came in I just had this brand new N N Nintendo Switch Pro controller that I just needed to install and I haven't got the chance to play it, but I was working on that. But I did play my brand new video game, um, which is, of course, um, the Ghost of Tsushima on PlayStation 5. I'm very excited to play that. But enough of my personal life. I think it's time to talk about certain topics. This will be a bit of a short episode, I believe, but we'll see how that goes. Um, the first thing I want to talk about, as you know, GCW has been making headways recently with Jonathan Gresham now putting both the original World Ring of Honor World title on the line and the Pure Championship. But recently, on one of the past uh, shows with um, GCW, we ha I think it was So Alive. I'm not 100% sure if that's that one. Blake Christian actually... Um, as you know, who made his triumphant return with GCW after being gone for a couple of years, for almost a year or so, ever since he got signed with WWE and changed the name to Trey Baxter. And now that he's back, um, issued a challenge to Jonathan Gresham, and he challenged him for the Ring of Honor world title. Now, some of you probably think, wait a minute, wasn't it Bandito the world champion? Uh, well, there are two champions actually the reason bandito wasn't there on final battle was because um he contracted the coronavirus and he was unable to be there but the ring of honor guys had a better constituency planned the you know bring back the old title the original one which was really cool so i'm asking myself hearing this i know there's been a lot of talk about Ring of Honor bringing wrestlers from GCW, and I think some people say it could be a bad idea. I mean, look, 
anything could go wrong. Anything could sound bad as anything. But I think the opposite, I think it feels much better. It's because, as you know, Ring of Honor are now on the restart button. So basically, they're doing things differently. So I'm kind of curious about this match. But this match has been announced at the Hammerstein Ballroom for the Ring of Honor World title between Blake Christian and Jonathan Gresham. And here's the best part that comes into this story. If you guys may have heard, uh, Ian Riccoboni, who was the commentators for Ring of Honor, was just announced that he's going to call for this particular match. I'm like, whoa, that is great. Last thing I heard about Ian Riccoboni after this whole thing, he said that uh, he's now being on a tryout basis with New Japan. He's going to make his commentary and debut soon for the New Japan Strong uh, New Beginning USA. And hes it's not official yet with that. But him coming for this particular match is going to be interesting. I don't know how the dynamic is going to be with the commentators in GCW is going to be like with Ian Riccoboni. You know, so that's one of those things that kind of makes me think about, okay, the atmospheres. I know there's, I, if you guys seen the atmosphere with GCW, it's so amazing. It's own, its own little culture that they've developed, and that's what I like about them. So we'll see how this goes down. I'm excited for this. Can't wait to see it. But right now we got two events coming up by the end of the, at the, at New Year's. I'm excited for that. Now, you may have heard recently about... Terminus, who is the, which is the new promotion that was built upon by uh, John Negresham and his best friend Bar Baron Black. Now, they have been announced of, of wrestlers who's going to be there. I'm like excited. I looked in the list. But however, I asked myself, okay, what are the matches is going to be like? Well, apparently we don't need to look further. It just came around. The first match, we have Liza Hall versus Janai Kai. Now, I'm not familiarized with Liza Hall, but Janai Kai, yes, I have seen her work. I've seen her on certain promotions, especially uh, who was one of Thunder Rosa's students. I'm kind of excited to see this match, you know, how this is going to be. The next one, we have Moose versus Alex Coughlin. I'm like, wow, I can't believe they're bringing th this young lion into the mix, but it made perfect sense, you know, he... He's a really good, capable wrestler, and he's facing Moose. That's going to be amazing. I just, I don't know. I feel like this is going to be interesting in this match. The next one, this is our first announced for the women's who are going to be involved in tournaments. We got Jordan Grace versus Kara Hogan, and they're going to put the Impact Digital Media title on the line. I was like, whoa. This is interesting. I can't believe that Impact Wrestling are allowing this. That they're, I mean, I know they allowed the whole thing with um, with having the Impact World Title, uh, Knockouts Title, being on the line at um, at Empower against Diana Prazo and, and Melina. But this, this is gonna be interesting. I'm like thinking, I know Kerry Hogan's not with um, with NWA or Impact. I mean, she's with a with. But she has been making appearances with with uh, NWA. I don't know why, but hopefully it'll make sense one day. But it's great. Next one we have. Oh, I have to say this is a really good one. We got Lee Moriarty taking on Jay Lethal. Now, I think this is going to be one of the good matches. I, I just don't know. It just 
hearing the names, it kind of puts me into the, how do I say, uh, makes me think, this is going to be a very lit up match. I'm like, so excited with this. I can't wait what else is going to take place in this match. I'm just super excited. I'm the, I mean, look, I'm not much of the whole thing with the grappling, but I find it whatever it's old, it's new to me. And it's okay to feel that way, but I will love to see this. I want to see this. Next match, we have first time ever a tag team that's been announced. We have Dante Caballero teaming up with Joe Keys. Now, those who don't know Joe Key is... Joe Keys, he was part of the Ring of Honor dojo. Uh, Jonathan Gresham trained him himself. And their opponents, I have to say, a great pairing. Tracy Williams and Fred Yehai. Now, those two guys are familiarized because if you guys don't know this, both Tracy Williams and Fred Yehai were once members of, of a faction that was part of Evolved that was started by none other than Drew Gulak. Um, you remember this name of the faction? Catch point, and I have to say, this is the perfect setting for these two to be in. I think it's a perfect match. I don't know much about Dante Caballero about his style, but I am familiarized a bit with Joe Keys, Tracy Williams, and Fred Gayhai. But I'm just, I'm excited to see how this match is going to be displayed. I'm just, I don't know. I, I think I'm enjoying the lineup of the card what they're putting in. Now, our next match, we have Baron Black versus Bandito, and this is for the Ring of Honor World Championship. Yes, folks, it's the other title, the one that Bandito has in his possession. Now, he is still the world champion, but I have to say this is going to be interesting. Now, Baron Black did mention something. Now, there was an interview that was placed by um, Sean, Rap, uh, Sean uh, uh, Rapsap, or whatever his name, from Fightful Select, Someone tweeted a question about this. Will we ever see Baron Black or Jonathan Gresham in a match? Now, Jonathan Gresham seems like he's not up for it. Like, he probably would rather be behind the scenes. But Baron Black seems like he is down for it. I mean, it would make sense. But for him to cha uh, challenge Bandito for the title, I have to say this is going to be another interesting matchup to follow. I mean, I'm very excited with this one. Now, finally, we have a terminal elimination match with four wrestlers. We have JDX, who I might have seen him on AW Dark or AW or Elevation, versus Daniel Garcia, or as we know him, the Red Death, which I'm excited to see. We have Victus Cash versus Adam Priest. Now, this is going to be an interesting match. I don't know what the hell is a terminal elimination match, but I think this is going to be an interesting match that I, I don't know yet if we're going to be able to see it on Fight TV or somewhere. I definitely would love to see this. Because I think this is going to be a different atmosphere for them. And I just don't know. I would love to see that. But we'll just see what happens then. Now let's move on to the next topic. Now, if you guys know this person named Don West, if you are familiarized with Don West. Don West was one time worked with Impact Wrestling slash TNA. He was um, commentator, announcer, manager, everything. Um, it was announced today that now he is, of course, battling with cancer for a second time. I'm, when I heard about this today, I was like, oh, man. 
can't believe this is happening. I mean, he just beaten cancer the first time, and now it's back. This is one of those things that kind of, how do I say, not frustrate me. It makes me think, man, I hope he can pull through for a second time. I mean, you know the old saying, like, you beat it once, you can do it again. Look what happened with Roman Reigns. He already beat uh, leukemia twice, and he he's in remission. He was in remission, and we just hope he doesn't get sick again. And that's what makes me think about him. And I don't know. I mean, I've been a fan of Don West. I remember how he his favorite wrestler that he loves to talk about is none other than Amazing Red, and that kind of made me be a fan, you know, of Amazing Red because of him, how he talks about, how he highly regards him. I mean, I would have loved to see him make appearance at House of Glory to be by Red's side. I, I would love to see that. But right now, we need to give our thoughts and prayers to Don West. I know this is for fans who watch TNA and Impact Wrestling at the back in the day. You would definitely want to see him recover. And I do. I want to. I'll be sending a lot of prayers to him and to his family. So this is going to be a very interesting thing to watch. But. Don, I hope you pull through. You'll be getting prayers for me, and I hope every fan out there in the world will be praying for you. Now, our last subject. This was a very interesting one that was posted on Twitter today. It was announced by Mexican promotion, wrestling promotion called Chaos. Let me spell it out for you. K-A-O-Z. Chaos has announced it on October of 2022. We're gonna have. They're gonna have Randy Orton making his appearance. Now, I know what you people are saying. You're probably saying to yourselves, "Don't bullshit us, J. Rod. That's a load of bullshit." I'm not joking, guys. I saw it on Twitter. You can look it on their Twitter page. It's all over the media. If let me spell out chaos for you. K as in Kevin. A as in Albert. O as in Oscar. Z as in Zebra. Lucha Libre. These guys has announced that Randy Orton will be at their promotion in October 22, 2022. But there is no um, announcement made about who is his opponent. This is going to be interesting. Now, I want to talk about a little bit. I don't know why this is being announced now, but I can give a pretty good idea why it's happening. Some people say WWE would never allow this to happen. Maybe you're right. But possibly they did for some odd reasons. This is my theory on this. As you know, no, WWE has been trying to set up a foothold that possibly set up an NXT in Mexico down there. Now, they have tried on various occasions to buy AAA, even buy the video archive footage from uh, Consejo Mundial Lucha Libre, or as we know them, CML, but they turned it down. They've been trying to see if they can get a Latin demographic to be part of the ratings, the, the boost up the ratings for them. And I think that's the thing. But we have seen wrestlers who've been coming from Mexico being disrespectful. I think they're trying to get the Latin demographic to be on a good grace. So I think the idea, maybe Chaos could be that one promotion that WWE wants to buy in order to set up a foothold. Now... This isn't the first time something like this has happened. I mean, they tried to buy a stardom, but um, Rossi Ogawa uh, backed down out of the deals because he found out the truth that they were going to dismantle it in order to set up their own foothold. And Rossi didn't like that. Now, I just hope this not 
does not play out in that type of situation. I don't know if they're sending Randy as a trial round to find out what the atmosphere is with Chaos. I mean, Chaos Lucha Libre is not as big as AAA or CMLL. They're like a rising promotion. I've seen many of their matches on YouTube, and they don't, they're rising up. They're not in that same level as AAA and Consejo Mundial Lucha Libre. They're not in the same level. But I think that's what it's going on. I think they might have not targeted, but more like locked on to chaos, maybe thinking they could buy them off and set up a foothold down there. I don't know if that's the reason what Randy Orton is there for. Because this was a very strange and interesting move that's being made. But however, I am going to point out something. From, from hearing this today, all the way to October, things could change. Now, chaos could, in my opinion, could back down from not allowing Randy to show up. So whatever, anything could change. Now, I'm not saying I'm praising the whole thing. I'm just saying... It's interesting what WWE are allowing Randy to do. This is something that they hardly do. I mean, I do know that they sent Kenta, uh, who we know him as Ideo Itomi, heading to Pro Wrestling Noah for a one-off. It wouldn't be surprised if that's the case. if they were Because I know with Kenta, they were trying to buy Pro Wrestling Noah, but they failed. I'm not sure if that's a similar case with Randy going to chaos. And, and that kind of makes me think of a lot of things about that. But we'll see what goes on with that because, it, like I said, it's very interesting what's going on. Allowing Randy to go to a Mexican wrestling promotion to wrestle. I mean, it's very unusual. But like I said, the promotion is not big as AAA and CMML. But like I said, we'll just wait and see anything could happen between today all the way to October 2022. So um, I hope you guys enjoyed uh, me talking about these topics. I'm very happy that I did this. Uh, hope everybody's going to have a good new year for all of you guys. Uh, so practically, that's about it. So I'm signing out for all of you. So I'll see you guys in the next DWZ time. Same DWZ channel. I must bid all of you adieu. So goodbye. Mwah. And have a nice day. Bang!